Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 9.33, till 10. Ton Trung joins us right now. The real TT from WWL. I'm the other TT, and he's got a new podcast out. How you doing, Ton? Tommy, good Friday, man. How are you? I'm happy and going to take a couple of days off. Matter of fact... I just Good closed. I just closed my email, so it's too late. If anybody was trying to email me, I'm not opening it again until I come back to work on Friday. Uh, I have to take a couple of days off, Ton, because I've been really busy this fall, and mm. the house. I'm about this far from the hoarders people coming in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, man. You got you got to take your time for you, man. I'm about of this course. close to having a tarp spread on on the front lawn, and those people coming in and saying, "Now you got to pick some of this, and you got to let some of it go." So I thought I'd take the time ahead of before that and clean up the house. How you doing, my friend? Tell me about your new podcast. I'm I'm doing well, and and this podcast is going to be split up in two parts. So the first part is right now available, and it's about a, an unusual and unique seminary program in one of the roughest places that many of us know in Louisiana, and that's Louisiana State Penitentiary or Angola. And the story is more about faith and fortitude than it is about crime and punishment. But the the man that I spoke with uh, that's featured in this podcast, I think is an example of strength and just being able to endure something that many of us probably couldn't even fathom. And that's really what the core of the podcast is about. I don't think anything quite strikes fear into the heart of somebody that's never been in trouble with the law, like the word Angola. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the largest maximum security prison in the U.S., and for, for many years it was known as America's bloodiest prison. Now, there has been some reforms there, but the seminary program was introduced in 1995 in the mid-'90s by Burl Kane, who was the former warden there. And the first part of this podcast really takes place within that setting. And I couldn't identify the man who went through that seminary program because of, obviously, privacy issues. Mm -hmm. But I I explained what he did uh, in terms of his offense to get him in there. And the first half of this is just kind of detailing the, quote, unquote, hell that he went through in Angola, which I think many of us have read about, but we can't really wrap our heads around what it is to to be in Angola. And he takes us into that place. So I think to understand what he went through on the backside of that experience, you have to understand what he went through on the front side of that. And that's what part one is about. So he got to Angola when he was 19 or 20. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine, and he was involved, as I understand it, uh, in in a murder when he was 15 and did his time in Paris jails for the first four years, then went to Angola. Um, that had to be just, um, I guess, sea change in his life with totally foreign world. How do you describe it? Well, he, he described it as a subworld. He had really no idea of what to expect in Angola. And oddly, when you listen or if you listen to the podcast, I encourage people to do so. He said he was actually hopeful going into Angola, which is 
again, very unusual to hear that anybody can remain hopeful going into Angola. But during the first five years, according to, to Alex, who is the person who I named, I mean, he picked, he chose that name because he didn't want to use his real name. But Alex said that most people going into Angola, the first five years are the most important because that's when you can still have your appeals go through the court system. And after five years, if you're lucky, you'll be able to kind of win those appeals. But just keep in mind, 85% of people, inmates going into Angola are serving life sentences. So they're not getting out. They, they will, in essence, die in Angola. And he didn't really grasp any of that. I mean, he was, he was 15 and a half years old, 16, uh, when he was involved in this uh, murder. And from there, you know, as you can imagine, a 16-year-old can't really process what's happening in the court system. And I think that what, when we talk about these juvenile offenders nowadays, too, um, you know, this is something I think that is kind of relevant for the times that we're seeing now. Because uh, sometimes when we look at juvenile offenders, we think of them as adults, but at, at the end of the day, they, they're still also teenagers. Obviously, the crimes that they're committing are horrible, but there's, it's not so black and white, especially in Alex's case. For those listening that would think that, you know, prisoners sit around all day watching TV and they have it easy, I would suggest they take a trip to Angola because that's not necessary. The, the case, the, the reality of that does not match that perception. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. No, it's called the farm for a reason. I mean, there's there's some really harsh work happening there. And, you know, to, to a certain degree, when we're talking about crime and punishment, uh, you know, when you're talking about murderers and rapists, so on and so forth, the, the worst of the worst, if we're talking about um, offenders in, in Angola, uh, some people will say that's their just deserves. Um, but, you know, call it what you may, at the end of the day, there's there's a lot of hard work that's being done at Angola. Um, so there's not just this you know, type of club med mentality there. So, you know, it lives up to its reputation. Yeah, Alex saying barbaric, right? Yeah, he says it, it's barbaric. Um, it's hellish. And, you know, when, when you understand and if you listen to Alex's story, I don't think that you'll walk away saying that he deserved to be there. But it's, yeah, I encourage people to listen to that. It, it's a remarkable story because he did find a way to claw his way out of that and now is living not only a productive life, but is kind of paying it back or forward. I don't know which, really which phrase would be appropriate as a, a, a minister at Angola. Yeah, so he went through this, this seminary program. Burl Kane introduced what he called moral rehabilitation in the 90s when he took over the reins over in Angola. And what he did was he invited people from New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary, a four-year accredited program, to be introduced into the prison. And slowly but surely, some of the inmates started to participate in that. And that's going to be on the second half of the podcast next week. Uh, but going into that program, Alex said that his life changed, uh, and as if he didn't, as if he needed more change in his life, but. 
I think he was searching for something when he entered that seminary program, for sure. Everybody has a story, no matter what their life is. And, Tan, you do a masterful job of telling those. Tell people how they can get the podcast, how they can find it and listen to it. They can search for the Tan Report wherever they get their podcasts, Tommy. So my name, obviously, is unconventional, but it's spelled T-H-A-N-H Report. Just punch that in into your podcast platforms, and it should pop up. And if they prefer to check it out on the website, it's on the WWL Radio website right now. The story's right there in the local section. And you can download the Odyssey app, Part 2, coming up next week. Thank you, Tom. Have a yes, good sir. weekend. Take care, Tommy. Great work Enjoy as always. Up, boy. You bet you. Thank you, sir. Okay. We'll take a break. We come back. We'll talk to Bobby Ventura from TakingVegas.com. Look ahead at Sunday football on WWL. Right now, Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 